This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Where oh where is Santa? Where's Santa? Santa Santa been, came Monday. He's been coming for six days straight. <laughs> he never stopped coming. Yeah, yeah. Little bit of a win streak snapped yesterday. Uh Let's not by much. Yeah, we were down down uh, <laughs> four and a quarter handles. Uh tight range overnight, 15 handles, 47, 90, 50. A little bit of a pop. That you know, nothing up there really. Just nice round number, maybe 47.90. Pre-market low, 75 and a half. That's above uh Above the low from yesterday, it's seventy fifty. So we're just just hanging out with the double close area. Nothing special. Uh, crude in the red by forty four cents at seventy five fifty four. Uh, gold hits resistance. Boom, eighteen twenty down nineteen twenty at nineteen or seventeen ninety one sixty. Silver back under twenty three down forty cents twenty two seventy two. Little risk off here. Uh, Bitcoin down nine thirty at forty six thousand eight and a quarter. Ethereum futures uh, they're in the red by ninety one dollars at thirty seven thirty two. Triple D, what is on the radar? Did you work all the way to eight o'clock last night? No, I did not. I actually quit early, and that is a rarity. So you know it's slow, but it's kind of holiday season. It was my sister-in-law's birthday. They're having a little get-together, small get-together. Don't worry, Ontario. We kept it under the maximum 10 people, so just to keep with the <laughs> compliance of rules. And it was in a garage, so open air to a certain extent. But, um, yeah, so I did quit early. It's slow. It's been slow. We are in full holiday trade here right now. Yesterday, you could really feel it. But there are outliers, and there are tax loss sellers that are running rampant right now. I'm going to tell you, the stocks that have been underperforming in 2021 are really underperforming in the last couple of days. And if you're early on this trade, you're too early. I still have the list. I'm glad I haven't went shopping yet because I'm telling you, these stocks keep getting cheaper. I'm looking. It's looking like I'm going to buy these things Friday night. (laughs) You know, Friday on the close, maybe, just to take them into the, for the January effect. And maybe it's going to be wrong. Maybe they're just going to continue to go down forever. They're all oversold. But you just look at the Kathy stocks. I mean, Kathy did not even get a sniff yesterday where, you know, we've had a three, four-day rally in S&P. Look at where SPY was four or five days ago. We're looking 460. We're up to 3.5%. since then Kathy, ARKK, is basically flat in that time period. Actually, maybe even down. So mm-hmm. there's definitely tax loss selling that is still hitting these stocks you can look under the hood and you can see the stocks are getting hit teledoc gets hit yesterday which is obviously a big kathy holding um you can just go through them all i mean all that entire list that we've built here continues to get it gets bigger and bigger yeah, well- peloton is now 35 bucks i do intend to buy peloton probably friday at the close um maybe everybody's gonna front run me i don't know but that's you know been the play um, that's like timing that I'm looking for on it. I'm hoping it doesn't ramp up before then. It's actually sets up really well to continue to show weakness. I mean, you're, you're and, and this is one thing. It seems like this market in 2021 really went a lot more simplistic. And what do I mean by that? It's like, oh, you know, buyback and they're ripping them. It, 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 it like, it's simplified where, you know, the logic paid off really 2020 logic was just out the window but in 2021 logic kind of paid you know the value stocks came back valuations started to come you know a little bit matter a little bit more a lot of logic applied and a lot of your seasonality trends really applied all year and we saw you know even to you know the ramp up and then the sell-off in early september which was a seasonality thing as well i mean seasonality traders actually had a really good year so the seasonality says january effect those stocks can sometimes get dead cap bounced I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Uh, would you consider, and I know you don't like doing this, like going half and then doing another half? I mean, uh, you know why? How because you've been getting really hit. So if you're too early, if, I, if they started to show some life, if it started to show <laughs> like, if these stocks were showing me that, yeah, people are trying to get ahead of this trade, then I might do that, Joel. But I'm telling you, it's not showing me that. I'm showing 
I'm showing massive like like selling pressure and all these names that are weak in 2021. Just go, just go through the charts. I mean, Peloton. Let's do it. Let's example. do it. Go Peloton. New new low. New low on the move. You know, and you just go through that entire list that we've been starting to build. There's a few that have held up better, but even Fastly, which was holding up, starts to break down. FSLY. I put that one on the list. Hood. H-O-O-D. You oh, think, okay, well, it's consolidation station. Maybe it's consolidating the tax loss selling I don't has gone. know about that There's hood, a Johnny-come-lately tax loss sell. And, and you know what? We're bucking the trend. I mean, we're going to be, at least I'm going to be January 1st, I'm going to be bucking the trend on a lot of these things and saying, I think they're oversold. I think the tax loss selling is going to be gone. I think there could be a relief pop in some of these names. But there is still three days. Can I There's tell today, you today, tomorrow, and the next day. Where there could still be tax loss selling coming in, unless you're Canadian, because then you got to be done actually today. Today is your, so if you're Canadian, today you, yeah. is the last day you can sell for your tax losses um, and actually hit the 2021 year. Because in Canada, they work on settlement. So different story. And one thing that I want to mention about Hood is that I know that you have these growth stocks that are a little bit longer, right? And But I think Hood falls into that IPO kind of growth stock. And so uh, I'd be a little bit careful with those IPOs because, I mean, with IPOs, it's all about how the valuation came out, right? I think, you know, they were definitely mispriced. We can kind of tell here that Coin and Hood were probably mispriced when they came out, debuted at least. Um, and now you're seeing these really suffer. I mean, I think at least personally, I would wait a little bit longer for Hood and Coin than I would wait for like a stock like Roku, Zoom, or Peloton. Just my personal. Is it past the IP? I got a whole page. list. I'm just going to do a blanket of them all. This is my intention. <laughs> basket. What, basket whether trading. I'm going to get spooked out of it or somehow things, but my intentions are, and it's rare that I just talk my intentions, but my intentions are to get long a lot of these beaten down growth names, the names we were just talking about, actually at the Friday close. That's like would be my perfect timing for it. Um, again, if it starts to show some life, maybe I'll nibble in earlier, but they're showing like not the opposite of life right now. They're showing like massive tax loss selling. And it makes sense. I mean, it's just playing out how you would expect actually from a seasonality perspective to play out. There's people who are sitting there and like, well, I'm going to wait till last minute because maybe it comes back. And they're like, it's not coming back. And they and there's a lot of people who are still sitting on gains. I mean, like I said, I've, I've basically sold everything now that I can that was at a loss because it was a really good trading year. I mean, it was one of my best years. Both the last years, 2020 and 2021, were really good. Those were my best years since 2009. So, I mean, there's been some really good trading years. So, I'm looking at the tax bill that I'm going to have to pay. And I'm like, well, let's minimize that as much as I can. Let's get rid of anything that has a loss on it. So I did that already. I did a little bit earlier. But <laughs> so there's obviously still people doing the same thing that I'm doing. And what, what is Tesla losses? All of these Kathy names. They're all, you know, been hammered. Besides Tesla, which is why Tesla is actually probably not participating in the sell-off. Because Tesla's actually up on the air. People don't want to sell Tesla right now. and book, you have know, to pay the game. taxes. Yeah, they're going to have to pay taxes. It's the opposite effect. So that's what you're seeing in some of these other names. So that's why I think trade can... Seasonality would say the trade reverses itself first week of January. Whether that happens, it doesn't have to happen. And mm-hmm. you know what? If it doesn't start showing me, that's one a trade that I'm going to want immediate gratification on. If we get in, you know, or like the first day or two, and these things start to just roll over again, I'm going to say, okay, I was wrong. I'm going to eat my losses and move on. But if it can show me a little bit of life, that might even be a, a situation where I might add to the trades. Well, you know, we did add. Not- uh, two things here I want to mention. Number one, you got a you got a nice setup for Tesla, whether you have a long or a short or whatever. But uh, we just big run, big four day run, and we talked about eleven seventeen yesterday. Uh, that was the high on Monday, and it got to eleven nineteen. And a pullback didn't take out uh, the low from Monday. But for you Tesla traders out there, whether you're a weekly or long-term holder, keep an eye on that level because it's had a big pop. And the longs, you really want to see a clear 1120. Go 1120 bid and, you know, challenge, you know, the 1170 area. Um, I wouldn't look at yesterday's low, 78.42, but I would look at that two-day low of uh, 10.70.72. You're, you're 30 points away from that. So I wouldn't expect it to give a lot back, but uh, some good levels there uh, in Tesla. And then also, do you remember what happened on the first day of the trading year this year? Do you remember? No, I don't. What, we got what happened? market got spanked, didn't spanked. it? 
Did it open up and go straight down? We had a big it's too long ago, it. Joel. Too long My ago. Man, we can go back and let's go look. Let's go look. Let's go. Uh, let's go look at the. Uh, Way too long ago for me. I think I it was that. like I think we opened up and just tanked. But let me go to. There's always some crazy action that first. And, you know, maybe that's, you know, one thing, you know, the safer way maybe not to buy them on the Friday close because maybe you get a big washout or something. You yeah. Know, people anticipating after, you know, I, I think you're going to see some strength that first week, but it could show weakness in the first, like, 20 minutes of that. It could show, you know, there could be that washout trade. So that's a consideration, too. So maybe you don't go all in Friday night. Maybe you got to just nibble in a little bit, get position, then see yeah. if it's starting yeah, There it to work. is. There's the first day of the year. Yeah, sure. uh, it was a January 4th right here. Boom! Okay. That was the first day of the year, and uh, yeah, I mean, I we did right. I think yeah, they pulled, they we, pulled the rug out from under it. Yeah, but then we started to move up after that. Watch out to support and buy them all, baby. <laughs> that was it. That was the way we started the year. Boom! Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, it's New Year, two thousand twenty-two. You got your setups. You're you're being patient, you know, and have extremely patient so should i use the cat should i use the the, the kathy what i love this setup i kind of do actually <laughs> on, her, on her own etf <laughs> i kind of love this setup because you know what it's going straight down into the end of the what, year what I mean, is it gonna have the potential to close on their absolute lows i can't get really a better to your logger, you know, the way you like to swing trade. You, JC you know, Peretz would smack me across the face and say, Danny, you're buying the weakest trash of trash. But you know me, I'm just, uh, I'm not a big technical guy. I'm just like, I, I'm a quant and I go through and I look through what has quantitatively worked. And I can remember last year, like stocks, like, and like, maybe we should go look, you know, what was the evidence from last year? But I just going from my memory, I, t- I think I remember IBM. GE, which were disappointing stocks in 2020, having a pretty good first couple of days of 2020. What, was that the case or not? Maybe I'm uh, making it up. Let me, let me go. <laughs> well, maybe they, I'm making it up. They, maybe they went contrarian to the market. Uh, <laughs> well, what does the first week look like on an IBM? Right, maybe it's not back. a good thing. Okay, back. he's scrolling back there. Look, we're taking our time. Do, 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 do. We're getting there. These guys are taking right, over today. Let's see if there's any evidence. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Beamer did get a pop. Yep. D- did it right there? Well, it was down the first day. Okay. So the first, maybe we got to wait till that first little wash yeah, out off the hop. Over. And then they ripped it. What about GE? Can you put GE same thing? I don't yeah. remember. G- I don't know if GE did it or not. Well, GE I- was, yeah, GE was 14 bucks at the time. So. Yeah, I know. It screws us up with this $100 stock. You're trying to remember. GE, uh, there you go, baby. There you go. You had Double it too. bottom. Actually, yeah, still you like had GE. it too. And then you ripped for it. You ripped for a week. So don't get married to these positions, although it would have worked. It looked like in January, if you held till March, so GE kept going up. Yeah, but, GE is not a bad one. I know there's well, some people. Well, GE is maybe not a candidate this year, though, Mitch, because I think GE is actually, is it up on the year? GE is up on the year, isn't it? Yeah. Looking at it from start of the year. Yeah, start of the I year right around 86 bucks, well. up slightly. Yeah, I, that's so hard, you know, with the reverse split and everything. But screws uh, me right up. I, I'm always <laughs> looking at it, you know, at his ten dollars stock, and you got this ninety-five dollars stock, and it doesn't look like it belongs on the GE ticker. I guess that's what they were trying to accomplish. But I don't. I just we, we give different ideas. It's different setups, different ways of looking at the market. Every technician's going to say no way, no how, no thank you, because there's easier money to be made. But is there? It's been a contrarian market for. A, I'm telling you, I'm a contrarian. Joel, you're a contrarian at heart too. You really well, are. You know, like and I, I am too. We know Sean Udall is a contrarian. He had a pretty dang good year too. It's been a pretty good year to buy dips, sell rips, sell short rips, and buy dips. It's been a pretty good year. Since we're looking into 2022 right now, let's transition here into our first topic, which is Morgan Stanley uh, picks stocks that are pressured. Uh, most by supply chain issues. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and read here a little bit from this Morgan report. Uh, Logistics costs will remain significantly higher and will be persistent through 2022. Morgan Stanley predicted quarantine and travel restrictions are unlikely to be eased for the key transcontinental routes in coordination 
uh, fashion through 2022 with little new capacity until late 2023. For companies producing tech hardware, Morgan Stanley is cautious on those elevated levels of backlogs as well as limited visibility into demand will return to normal. It says it prefers semiconductor firms exposed to auto and industrials. Uh, the top stocks for Morgan Stanley on most central to supply chain and tech hardware is, I'm going to read off some names, guys. If you guys want to write this down, you guys can do so. Uh, tech hardware is Apple, HP, Cisco, Lenovo, uh, Hachi. Um, and then you got semiconductors, Samsung, Intel, uh, Infinite Technology, haven't heard of that one. Um, and then, of course, NVIDIA. Uh, autos and components, you got Volkswagen, Ford, uh, Damelier, and General Motors, Tesla. Well, no, not Tesla. That's Tatla Motors, Renault, Hyundai Motors, and Continental. Software, you got Microsoft, IBM, Dell, and SAP. Insurance, Berkshire Hathaway. Consumers, you got Sony, Panasonic, and LG. Retail, of course, Amazon and Capital Goods to wrap it off. Volvo, AV, and Siemens. You want so, to tackle any of those, Dennis? Me, I, I mean, yeah. let's focus a, on a, just the supply chain. I know. I didn't try to change my charts. You were going so fast on that. Yeah, yeah. There's just so What's many. This, I mean, so give us the lowdown here. So yeah, just, so the lowdown is really the, the first part that I talked about, that they suspect logistics costs to remain high. Yeah. They also suspect that in key transcontinental routes – where shipping, you know, takes place, a lot of these freighters, that they expect the travel restrictions not to be eased up. And so that's going to cause more bottlenecks for supply chains. And so they're seeing it be persistent into 2022 and little to new capacity until late 2023. Uh, I think the bottlenecks are going to continue. I don't think it's going away. I mean, think about where we are right now. You've got, you know, Germany in partial lockdown. I mean, this Omicron variant, like, like it or don't like it, there are a lot of countries that are taking it way more serious than we are in North America and obviously in the U.S. And they're shutting some stuff down. I mean, China, too. Um, you know, it's got this other variant running in. They look like they're you know doing some you know, lockdowns as well. So, I mean, what does that do? You know, when, when, when you know, one. And then you got the other issue is that there's just a lot of people that don't want to work. For 10 bucks an hour anymore and that's everywhere you know there's people that are saying hey inflation is all around me it's costing me more money to live you know and i don't and so that's why you get the labor shortage on top of it all so it's just like the perfect storm still for supply chain issues so if you're banking that the supply chain issues are all going to go away in the first quarter of 2022 i think you're early i think they eventually will go away I think eventually we're. I hope that you know we're going to get everything, and you know the chips shortage is going to be gone and all that. I don't think it's going away right away though. So that's an issue for a lot of companies. And with that being said, yeah, um, you know a lot of the high demand, low supply has caused a lot of the inflation. Will inflation go away if we're going to have these consistent supply chain issues? And 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 inflation and and here's you know we've set the bar higher too, right? So eventually you're going to see that we're not running at six seven percent. Maybe we start running at four or five percent, and then everybody's relieved. And you could see that relief, you know, that okay, well it's working. I mean, in some industries, I mean, I'm not joking, you know, like like I was talking, you know, obviously I'm building aluminum, you know, prices, you know, on steel and, and different things like some of that stuff doubled like year over year. It didn't go up 6%, went up 100%. So there are certain things where, you know, the 6% figure that they're throwing out there is not even in the ballpark of what we're seeing. I mean, a lot of industries could live with a 6% increase. I was building a house that could live with a 6% increase. Right now, my house, my house build is running 50% over budget. Five, zero, not five, five, zero. And that is almost entirely material cost. But it started as material, but now it's starting to be labor too because there's people like, you know, like your roofers come in, they're like, and the drywallers, you know, I've said this story before, is drywall price went up slightly, but they're, they're jacking their labor up 30%. And my, my GC is like, what the hell? How can you just jack that cost up? He's like, because everybody else is doing it. That's what he told him. Because yep, everybody yep. else is doing it. Yep. And that's an mm-hmm. excuse to raise prices. COVID, 
It's such an excuse. So even in some situations where they're not affected, companies are using it as an excuse to raise prices. And the consumer demand is still there because they're like, well, what are you going to do? It's COVID. You got to pay it. I mean, that's, you know, we're price takers on certain things in North America, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. we don't have the manufacturing that we used to either. So, I mean, at a certain point, you're like, do you want the product or not? My protein Same bars thing. went from $7.99 a box to $11.99 a box. Didn't go to $9.99. Didn't go to $10.99. Went straight to $11.99. I mean, I mean people are paying over sticker price for cars. Let's just be honest here. I, I don't know. I was always raised. You don't even pay the sticker price, let alone above the sticker price. It's I, We've yeah. never seen that. I've never seen going into a dealership and people are paying above sticker price. I've never even heard of that. You know, but housing. Hey, used became, cars. If used you cars. go back 10 years ago, Mitch, housing was the same thing. You never went in and you had to pay, you know, somebody's asking 500000 for their house. You go and you get like it for 440 450 right, Joel? That's the way it was. Now they're asking 500 and they're getting 650 you know, they're getting 150 more than they're asking. And maybe they're keeping these. I think it's a little bit of the game with the realtors. They're keeping the prices low to get the yeah. bidding war going. Oh, this one's a real good deal. You know, and then you get like eight, 10 people coming in and going to war. And then the prices just get out of hand. It's like a trick price. It's, it's a little bit price. of a trick price. I mean, even, you know, yeah, it, it is for sure. You know, they're, they're pricing them below it's because they know that it's going to come in and everybody's expecting to pay more. But I mean, it, it's it's the games have changed so in so many different industries like that. And we'll you see. look here and you think, are we going back to the way it was, or is this going to be around? You know, it's going to take a while. It, it's it's going to take a while, Joel. It, yeah, I mean, it just you don't you don't go from you know zero supply and zero demand to you know just boom supply increases right you know almost instantly right on the reopening everything demand. I mean excuse me, demand, boom, immediate, and the supply takes a while to catch up. Uh, on the housing, someone did make a good point. I know I know you, you're definitely the, the cost, but a lot of people go like 5%, 10%, 15%, you know, over budget on houses. 50% on the on the hardware, you know, that, I mean, that that's, that's way above. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's just COVID. And you can go, and I've got another friend building the house, the same thing. <laughs> they were supposed to build their house, and it was a smaller house. They were supposed to build it for four hundred grand. They ended up at seven. They ended up at seven. It was the original budget a... prior to COVID was four hundred. So they, you know, you're you're scary when you've it's got your original budget set of four hundred, and you end up at seven. It's not like four hundred, and we ended up at five hundred. 400 we ended up at 700 you wonder why the housing prices the used ones are going like with why why the housing market has a bubble and the prices keep going up it's the build costs that are driving it the build costs and those are going to be hard to come back down because a lot of that is labor and once they jack the prices up on labor they don't come back down very easily people don't like taking a pay cut you know what you know you people talk about you know like the trade of the year the best investment of the year you know what mine was What's that? Not building a house. Dumping oh, I know. Land. That was my uh, worst. Like so, my worst is building a house. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am so glad I sat, you know, firm with the, you know, great piece of property. And I just, and I just, you just saw it. You just saw it. And I saw it. And I'm like, you know, it, it you know, the price, yeah. I, I am so glad because I would have, you know, been pulling my hair out, you know, what I have left I'm up aged, there. I've aged 10 years yeah. on this build. And, you know, yeah. I've been talking about it for a while. And we're still in the thick of it. And every time I get a bill on something, I was like, how is that that much? I'm like, we're 30, 40% over budget on this line item and on this line item. And then you're, you know, on the lumber, we are 100% over budget on that line item. And you're like, how is this possible? Well, we'll continue yeah. to watch the commodities, also watch supply chain issues, see if they continue into the next year. Morgan I, Stanley I think putting out still that report. And, and this is, we got to bring it back to a trade here. I think Kramer's right. You want to be long physical stuff. Physical that stuff. is what is working. I agree. This like, you know, metaverse and we're living and we're paying a yeah. hundred times earnings for some company that, you know, we might owe we're all live in the metaverse. That is not what worked in 2021. That stuff did not work in 2021. Kathy got punished because she's betting so much. And maybe 2022 is different. And maybe we go right back into all these growth names and maybe these are the ones. But you know, real stuff is what worked in 2021. And that's because that's what inflated. So, and there's no doubt when you look at Berkshire Hathaway sitting right near an all-time high, he invests in real stuff. That's what Warren invests in. 
and that is what is working is real stuff. You know, the I took some. Oil I took, yep, I took some heat uh, a couple of weeks ago, like on the home builders, uh, DHI. I mean, those stocks are. I mean, you think things are going to be slowing down there? Uh, Dr. Horton, uh, right up near all time highs. Toll Brothers. I think you know maybe the opposite. You know, instead of the metaverse, you know, people want a nice fort to be in. You know, they they saw what, you know, happened, you know, in, in 20 and part of 21. They're like, heck, yeah, you know what? I want a nice house. I want a nice place to live. And you know what? May prices maybe aren't going back down. I know there's also some undersupply. I think what you had, too, is you had a lot of people in cities and they're like, boy, you know, they living in these little boxes in, uh, you know, New York City and paying outrageous rent, not building any equity, flight to the suburbs. I mean, there, there's some some trends uh, that started. A part and, of it. Yeah. And it's going to, I think these trends, I think the home builders are going to continue. I, you know. I don't do, know. I, I don't know about the I home I think builders. it's been an environment. And here's where I, I'm not that big on the home builders at this point in time, because I, I still think, you know, there's people who were in it. Like I was in it and there's no way to get out of it. But yeah, are you getting into it at this point? I mean, if you're seeing, okay, well, we, you know, you budgeted and these ha- same houses were 400. Now they're 600 to build. I mean, you know, just throwing out some ballpark examples because yeah. a lot of these, you know, home builders are building cookie cutter. They build them a lot cheaper, um, which is crazy to think that a five or $600,000 is a cheap house now. But I mean, if you were looking at that and saying, you know, okay, well, I had the money for 400. Now you have interest rates going up. I just don't think people are going to have the money to start paying these higher There's going to be prices. more supply. I think, I think it could slow. I don't think supply. it's supply. I think it's just, you know, that there's going to be less demand. So I think on the demand side of it, you're going to have, you know, if interest rates do indeed start going up and you have, you know, all the material costs are higher and the labor costs are higher and they're giving you a sticker price now on that $400,000 house of 600 or 700 that would have been 400 two years ago, people are going to say, no, thank you. So I th- actually think they've got some pull through. That's, you know, people were in it. They signed contracts. They were in it. But I think you're going to see less demand if these building costs stay as high as they are. And I don't see them coming back down anytime soon. Yeah. We've got a slow leak going on here in the S&Ps. Nothing, nothing alarming, but uh, we've eroded the overnight gains. We've lost our double close area. Uh, down a buck 75 in the futures. We're going to keep eye that pre-market low at 75 and a half. Um, not expecting any major downside. If we take out uh, yesterday's low at seventy fifty, not a ton in there. But uh, should we do a couple of earnings stocks? Because they're let's go, not, let's go. not, we'll they're not go doing too that. well. Fuel cell. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into the earnings here. We're going to talk a little bit about fuel cell. They missed on EPS and sales. Let's go ahead and pull up those numbers <laughs> here. Uh, so the earnings EPS came in at a miss of seven. So an a loss of seven cents miss of that four cents loss estimate. Sales were at thirteen point nine million, a miss of twenty one point eight six million estimate. So already was heading down and getting crushed today. A New low bit. of the move, Dennis. You got this one on your 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 list. You're going to get it twelve and a half percent cheaper. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't I mean, think it is on the list. Oh yeah, it is. It's sitting there. I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> Again, you know, this actually worked well um, right before because they had that little news, you know, if you would have been long ahead of it, obviously not holding the report. It wouldn't have worked well yesterday since that news was straight down, straight down, straight down. Again, you have this still this the same issue that anything that, you know, is really in the downtrend. And that's why even this January effect trade, it's hard to say that these things are going to bounce back 20, 30, 40 percent. I think we're jumping in these names for five to 10 percent maybe in the January effect because there's so much overhead supply in all these names. And you're going to have that same issue. In, in fuel cell, you're going to have the same issue. It, it's, it's, again, just the fact of valuations, the story. Story stocks ended up the 2021 year really disappointing. The story, you know, where we were saying in the beginning of 2021, you know, really story was a driver. Andrew Left was on this show and said story is the only thing that matters. That was the case until about February when it started, stories started to come off. And then an entire year. If you've had a good, cool story, you've gotten lifts off that. But if you weren't really making money and your valuation was nosebleed, those stocks just trickled down and death by a thousand cuts. Now you look at fuel cell at five bucks and you're wondering, how in the hell did I pay $25 for this thing back in February? And you're thinking, okay, well, I'll just hold on long enough. This is like literally, it'll, the, come back. it'll eventually come back. You know what? Maybe it will. 
But you could ask, you know, in fuel cell, believe it or not, 2015 was $400 a share. Do you mm-hmm. think it's going back to 400? You know, there'll be a reverse split in here somewhere, probably. There'll be some dilution, maybe. Already I just happened, don't yep. think it's probably going back to 25 anytime soon. I think if you're buying at five, you're hoping for six. I think if you bought at 11 a month ago, you're basically SOL. Uh, not every story has a happy ending, right? Uh, Most five of these bucks. story stocks were unhappy endings. Five bucks at pre-market low. The monthlies don't give you anything un- until two bucks, but I don't think you'll see two bucks a day. Keep an eye on the pre-market low of five bucks. And uh, what else we have? Uh, are we actually going to do Kelmine Foods? Yeah, we're I mean, reaching them for this. I'll reach. Kelmine. But uh, one thing I'll mention about fuel cell is that you know I think that. Some growth stocks are going to have – there's going to be some winners. I know that you know, stories didn't do that great in 2021. Uh, they did good in 2020. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But I feel that now you're gonna really start seeing stories also play in some factor into fundamentals, also. So you have to pick winners, stocks that are actually gonna be making that money, that making that hitting that bottom line. I think for a while there, um, I don't think anybody was worried about the bottom line. Uh, everyone was looking at top line growth. Um, yeah, what that could was you, it. Yep. What could you do? What could you do next? What could you do next? What could yeah. you do next? Now it's going to be about what, not what you can do next, but what are you doing? Like literally, how's your business today? But, I think that's what we need to kind of be looking into going into the next year. I mean, that's what, you know, we were probably early and and obviously wrong on a lot of these stocks, but you know, the one thing that, you know, Dennis like to say is valuation doesn't matter until it matters. You it know, matters. It, it, it started mattering it, it in, the, in the middle of this year and it has mattered all year. It's why I don't invest in this kind of stuff. I yeah, trade all this stuff. You've got to separate it. Traders, if you can learn anything, You don't want to get married to these nosebleed valuation stocks. And when the story turns, it ends ugly. And you know why we know that, Joel and I? Because I did it all wrong from an investment standpoint in 2001. I was making money trading like crazy. And I was like, oh, you're in 2000. And you're buying, you know, this hot tech fund. And I bought the Qs. Even back in 2000, I bought the Qs. And I can't remember the price of the Qs then, but I think I bought like $110 on the Qs. And you can say, oh, you're a genius. You bought $110. <laughs> I think it went down to 30 I think the Qs, if you go back on the charts, I think I don't. Down I to can't 30. go I think back. Go. My, yeah, I, my 20 and it, and, it, and, it, and eventually did come back. And obviously, you know, maybe long term, I was okay there because it was indexed. And, you know, and maybe that's a better way to go. But I think I can remember holding the Qs. I had bought it $110 in like the year 2000. <laughs> And I remember looking at 30 bucks. I was down 75%. I was like, investing sucks. That's what yeah, I was I thinking you. back then. Well, here's, uh, here's the beginning of 02. Well, look, it's down to 20. So it even went <laughs> yeah. lower. I remembered 30. No, it got down to 20. And I think if you go back, it got to 120. So we went from one. This is the cues. Yep. We went from 120 You're literally to 20. right on it. I'm, I'm just knows, going from my man. memory, here from my memory, but I can remember because I paid like 110 bucks for the cues, and they went up to like 120 in a week. And I was like, "Wow, man, that's good." Genius. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I kept them in the. I still have those cues. I think I still have those original cues, <laughs> but they took a long time to get my money back. Look how long. So go yeah. out in the charts. The cues didn't hit 100 again until when? 2015. Yeah, uh, they 15 back years later high. to get my money back. 15 years. 82% decline. And it took, before it got Two back years. to 120, was 2017. You know, so a lot of these gains, and, and believe it, you know, that we're in a bubble and everything. Don't kid yourself. I just don't know where to go, like with the investment dollar. So that's why I stay invested. Plus, I don't want to pay the tax, but I don't know where to go. Where do you go? You where do you go? You've seen a trade. So... <laughs> I I, right. I I think you still got to stay in some value names. Like I think the Warren yep. Buffett's still the approach, but I think it's it, a mix, it's tricky. Right? Investing is hard. Investing is hard. There's no doubt. It's hard. 
I think it's slowly moving more back to a, a traditional mix. I think for I a think while so. there, 2020, you were definitely not traditional. <laughs> you were like, you could have gone 80, 90% growth and you would have done really great. But now you're kind of moving back to where you can have some value names, some growth, and maybe even some bonds. What? <laughs> All right, guys, let's let's talk about Cow Main Foods. I know we don't talk about this stock often. Uh, they missed on their uh, estimate of their EPS. Uh, they got a two cent estimate missed of a 27 cent estimate. Oh. So big miss there. Sales at least beat. 390.9 million beat versus a 390.2 million estimate. To me, that shows a little bit of inflation maybe in the sales, but not what you wanted to see in the EPS. What I do don't know. I think the stock, I, I think this is one that isn't going to get murdered here. I think it's a big move for a stock that's got a really low beta. So okay. I think you got huge support in 34, 35. Yeah, right there, I right think there. if you're selling it now, I, I, I don't know. If you're panicking and selling CAL, CAL. What happened yesterday to this thing? Look at this. People are jammed. They jack them. In. This is my trade. I've been telling you this for 10 years on this show. Maybe not 10 years, but eight years since we've been doing this show. You own the things ahead of the reports. Look at this. Just straight <laughs> yeah, up into the report. Right into it. Right Jeez. The yeah, because there was no, there was no different reports. It's the, the It's because of you, Triple D. Because earning stocks, no one, no one knew. So it was fuel cell and Calmay Foods. What? Well, what fuel is, cell what? topped early because they had that news, yeah. and then that's that yeah. one wasn't a great example because it was actually one. down into. But this was straight up jacked mm-hmm. in the report. It's like the only company reporting, so I guess it's predictable. There's nothing else to jack. It's back at so, thirty-five you know, like, and oh, a half. Something. Reset triple bottom at the thirty five fifty area. You did go lower. I mean, you want to wait for thirty four on this one? Go ahead. I mean, one, two, three monthly lows uh, at July and August. But uh, you're right back. It's a reset. You just gave back all those gains here. Boom. Anybody that got you know was shorting into that might be a little bit happy. But I agree, thirty four, thirty five. But uh, I'm not rushing into this one. What kind of food do they make, anyways? Calmain Foods. Do you know? Honestly, um, I'm not too did sure. They, did they? Uh, what did they say? Did they say something about inflationary pressures or something? I, I just wondered. No, what they, just the sales kind of points. Sales were point. down. Well, they beat on sales, yet missed by what twenty five cents on their EPS. So to me, they're making the higher margins. The problem is the food side. They probably got squeezed too. I the mean, higher margins, the right? Higher wages. Yeah, Higher. you're getting squeezed. Restaurants and food stocks aren't in mm-hmm. a great position either. You can say, oh, it's defensive, but, you know, the, from the food perspective, but they're getting squeezed too. So, and the restaurants especially. I mean, I've been bearish restaurants for a while here. I know it's been a bad call on some of these names, but, I mean, you look at Brinker. Actually, maybe it hasn't been that bad a call. DRIs come back. I don't get that. I'd sell that. It's like the chat is saying eggs, <laughs> eggs production. Um, so, who knows? Those eggs getting expensive, guys. Be careful out there. Everything. Yeah, I think they're like five bucks a dozen now or yeah. something. In Canada. Yeah, it's and, like... and don't go with the organic brown ones. <laughs> That's going to be like $10 at least. Yeah. My brother-in-law's right. got egg farms, so I can get those. Let, got, let's I talk got, a little bit like about connection Tesla. There. Let's go to Tesla here. Uh, let's we'll, we'll get Jim on in a second when he joins us here. But let's go into a little bit about Tesla. Um, so t- today, you know, Tesla rose 1.4% in pre-market. Uh, following the news that CEO Elon Musk completed exercising all of his stock options for the next year. He says he's uh, done. He, he says officially he's done. he's done now because that's, he keeps that's saying what, like, oh, yeah, he's done and then he's not done. You know how that one goes. It could definitely change. But He was um, saying like th- a few days ago, I think I'm done. And now it's still coming out. He's selling more. So I don't know. I hope he's done. Joel, you were to point out double top from yesterday. That's yeah, I think that's a good level. I mean, keep an eye on that. It's had a big run. We taught it was a good level yesterday, and now it's back under 1100. I don't know if your market's a little bit weak. I don't even know if you're going to see that today. I, I talked about this earlier. I wouldn't focus too much on that low from yesterday, but I think under uh, uh, Friday's low of uh, – go up to the daily here of 1070 72 i think that that's where things if tesla is going to break down i think that's where it would be 
I'll definitely keep a watch on Tesla. I think yesterday we had a great day by Rivian. Um, let's take a look there to see if Rivian can continue. Um, the, these are stocks to definitely keep on watch. There's some news on Rivian, is it there, that they're, they're laying some truck mm-hmm. until 23? Let me look into that right now. I didn't see anything. Yeah. I, man. Whew. I don't yeah, know, I man. heard that too. Yeah. I, again, it's nosebleeds. So. Yeah, it looks like yeah. this. But this is one that everybody's down in too. So you get a relief pop in early January, maybe. 120 would be like my target if I was to buy this. Not saying I'm going to. I don't have this one on the list because it really hasn't been hit as hard as some of the other ones. But, you know, if this getting gets any pop, that 120 level is like the rock at Gibraltar up there. That looks like a great level to put a short on. Doesn't it, Joel? Oops. Reaching to the, my technical analyst. So I got the, the news here for you guys. So. Pr- what was said was that they won't be building the R1T pickup truck with the max pack battery option until 2023. They're going to build their standard one with a standard uh, battery. So you can expect a lower mile range. Uh, this is another reason why Lucid was looked so positive upon when they finally reached that 500 mile uh, kind of their their battery pack actually goes 500 miles so i think this is something to definitely keep in mind some of them are being able to be successful right off the back looks like rivian's looking into 2023 might be that they need to develop this a little bit more to get it to that 400 consistency right because you got to actually test this it's not just what is said it's actually run the car and see if it can get to the 400 miles Looks like we lost uh, Joel there for a second. Joel. There. He'll be right back. We'll get him back on. His I don't know what to say on Rivian. I think I'd be a seller of rallies on it. I think you could have a little relief pop in January. I think that rally is to be sold. I think the rally is probably to be sold eventually in all of these stocks. I just was hoping to get ahead of it's it. It's kind of um, tough. That I mean, for short, did we fill the gap here from the other day? That was the earnings gap. Try uh, that little gap. Yeah, try. <laughs> I guess you got to lean on that 106. I mean, I mean, if I, I mean, you don't want to let it 107.49 two day high. I don't be short anything like high growthy into January though. So I think I think maybe today in the next couple days. But I think one of the high growthy names. I I, again, I still don't want to be short them in January for the fear of a little reversal. Yeah, I would. I I know I'm a broken record here, but yeah, I'm convicted about something. I'm I'm a broken record. Yeah, I don't. Th- this is it's good though. I mean, because it you know you're, you're you've been talking about it and you get your setups for Rivian. I'm, I don't I'm know. trying to get set up, you know, and I keep, well, and, and Rivian's not on my list. So people keep asking, "What the list? You want me to just read it to you?" I read sure. the list. This is this is the potential for a January effect. Obviously, nothing can happen. As you guys bring me more tickers in the chat, I write it on the list. I look at the chart. If it's beat up and down significantly in 2021, it makes the list. So right at the top of the list is you, Unity Software. Um, I kind of like that more just than the story stock. So, <laughs> but the, so that's that's not necessarily at the top. I've just been it's a random list of just writing stuff everywhere. Uh, G E N I, which was a big sports betting play, that one's on my list for the potential bounce in January. <laughs> Don't these say are all you're gonna days. look at this. You'd be like, these are the <laughs> ugliest looking charts you ever saw. <laughs> They're all gonna have the same thing in common. So that's what I. Fastly's on the list. F S L Y. Sofi's on the list. S O F I. Right. Um, I just put fuel cell on the list because it's got the hell beat out of it. So I'm like, maybe in January, you get a little relief pop. I got Ballard Power on the list, which I have a small position in my retirement account, which I wish I didn't have right now. I probably should just have dumped that, but I can't. When it's in my retirement account, I don't get the tax loss benefit from it. So I held some of those losers. Uh, yeah, SoFi is on the list twice, apparently, because I see there. ARKK is on the list. What's her, e- what's her ETF? I what's see. That? What's her ETF? ARKK? No, 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 no. The one that she, the, the one she most recently started. Oh, CTSU. Man, you made a great call in it when it was. CSTU? I don't remember. I don't remember. The new one. What's the new Kathy ETF? Does anybody know? Yeah. I don't know. CTRU. Thanks, Eric. CTRU. Okay. Yeah. That's held up. It's held up okay. I don't know. That's not on the list. 
Uh, okay. I'm just going to go through Doc Simony, D O C S. That's on the list. I own that one. I own that yeah, one. Yeah, Joel. I had Macy's on the list. I've already struck on Macy's, though. So I bought Macy's early just because okay. Macy's more of a valuation play. I just thought it was getting oversold. And actually, I think people are still buying stuff. So, and again, I'm, I'm playing a little bit of reopening. I'm already in Macy's. I bought it at 25, 15, like three days ago. What about so, uh, Best Buy? I put it on. Uh, I put it on not so much for the bounce effect, but just uh, I actually like that from a valuation perspective. So that'd be a different list. I actually like Best Buy here at ninety nine dollars. I think it's actually been oversold, and I think the valuation is attractive. So I don't mind that one. Okay. Going back to the beaten down nosebleed valuation angel Hood. <laughs> Hood is on the list. These are all junk too, by the way. Like I'm not getting married to any of these positions. Not that they're junk, but they're so out of favor and they're still nosebleed valuations. Mars on the list, M-A-R-A, obviously Bitcoin, Bitcoin $80, yeah. November, it's 34 bucks now. That's on the list. Peloton is starred on my list. So I like full-on want to play the Peloton long. <laughs> I got January. one to diversify if you want That's to That's like, the, it's got the double too. star, Joel. I tell you, that technique, you know, you three-star, four-star level. It's the only one that's got stars beside it. So P-T-O-N, I'm not in any of these either, by the way. So I'm just saying, I'm not one. in any of these names. Body. Um, but I'm intending to buy these and, you know, Either you know late Friday, maybe early the first day, maybe there's a washout right off the hop. As soon as they start showing a sniff of strength, I'm ready to strike. Um, GRWG, and I, and, and I, I mean a sniff of strength in January. GRWG, which has just been absolutely murdered. Grow generation. Look at these dogs that I'm talking about. I can't believe I might actually put a portfolio of these dogs on. CGC Canopy Growth is on the list. Dog of Dogs as well. I've got Alibaba on the list. I got Baidu oh. on the list. I got Triple BY on the list. That thing's been a dog of dogs, too. I even got Palantir on the list for you Palantir lovers. Finally, Palantir. Down at the bottom end of that trading range. Why not? DKNG is on my list. There you go. I've I've read you the whole list, pretty much. And if you got something you want to add to me, yeah, Path. You know, somebody's adding Path. I got one to watch. It could possibly move with Peloton. Has been beat down really bad. Uh, Body. Beach Body Company. Look at that. That's down to two dollars and thirty cents. What is the symbol on that one? B O D Y. <laughs> These are the potential. I don't know now. Maybe you're reaching on Beach Body because I don't know if I want to go on Beach Body B O D Y. But I added B O D Y. I added the list to watch. <laughs> There's so many. The chat's really good at this. They got all these names. They got them all, too. bro. I mean, we're all holding them. could be on the list, you know, too. They're not on my list, but they kind of make sense. ACB, Aurora Cannabis, there's a good one. Dog of Dogs. Hated Dog that stock basically since birth, but it's uh, <laughs> actually, I played it long a couple times in there. SDC. Oh, there's a good one. Smile Direct. That's making nobody smile in 2020. Oh, man. And I saw that. Some people smile in 2022. Again, this list is for January. Oh, this SDC. Not not for today. (laughs) The tax loss selling is still happening. You know, I saw them advertising some like lame bowl game or something. I saw them advertising. And the same thing with Peloton. I mean, these companies are in the tank and they're and they're still spending money on advertising this smile direct club i mean how low i mean it's had a couple lows in the same area That's 250 a cold, the most you can lose is 250 <laughs> hey, yeah they're out yeah they're out what well, right about our buddy ride I added ride to the list. <laughs> just buy some and more, I'm man. saying ride might go from 380 to 450. I'm not saying, but that would be like a 20% move. That'd be a great trade. We haven't seen ride forever. Ooh. Want to take a ride? Wow. Yeah, Pen, uh, Pen is on my list too. Be careful, Pen, with but that I already own Pen. I'm a bag holder in Pen. I refuse to sell it. <laughs> I didn't need the, I ate half the loss. I held half. That was but the worst. That was the worst time. Like I put in the long term portfolio. It was the worst time placement in the long term portfolio in a long. It literally that Portnoy thing happened like two days after I bought it. I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that Pen move that just destroyed, destroyed me. You know, Dennis, from that moment, it didn't only destroy Pen. It destroyed DraftKings. It destroyed oh. Genie. It destroyed yeah. all the gambling stocks. Yeah, it, it really, really just did. turned the story. I mean, and COVID why... Omicron really did a number on that too. I mean, we got three hockey games last night, but there's still yeah. <laughs> cancellation. I mean, but if you look at the if you look at the gambling numbers, the numbers are going up. I can tell you that right now. The numbers are going up, yet the outlook isn't going up. 
Why is the I outlook think you're not going see, up? I think you're going to see a relief pop in these names in early in early January. And the timing of it is critical. So you almost maybe almost kind of want to wait till you see a little bit of you know life. Like you start to see like you know because Joel's right. Maybe you get that opening like January first. They flush these things farther just because the people who are speculating, oh, there's going to be they and the market likes to punish the max amount of participants. So I think you got to almost just be ready with it. And you start seeing a few of these names go, you're like, oh, it's on, baby. You know, like that's where, you know, even those short squeeze stocks, like you'd have like, remember, like all of a sudden, you know, AMC and GME start taking off that bed, bath, and beyond goes, and it's like, oh, it's on. And then you go to that short squeeze list. I mean, people want to go to that short squeeze list every day. There was like two or three trades last year that were good off it. If you held those short squeeze names, you had a long squeeze in most of those names. So let's talk about a short squeeze that happened yesterday sure. or at least potential short squeeze that was put out there isig um shares climbed yesterday after a media post social media posts that a potential short squeeze could happen in the stock let's take a look at how the stock performed and man what a run and then a pullback i know nothing about this story i know nothing about this stock i know nothing about this company but all i know is you had this huge move from the t- just looking at the chart from five to 35 assuming that was some type of you know something going on there in social media whether it was reddit stock or whatever and whenever you've had a blow off top like that and you catch everybody it seems like they usually have trouble getting back to those highs i think it'll probably it could even have trouble getting to yesterday's high 2339 so i think Rips are to be sold on this. I think when we look at this stock and knowing nothing about the company or nothing about the fundamentals, just from a technical basis, oh. I, I think, you know, we're eventually going to look at the stock in single digits again. But that's a ways away. And, you know, the path to get there, who knows? I don't trade any of this stuff, though. I don't trade hardly any of these social media names, the Reddit names, uh, yeah. because they're wild and it's hard to control the risk on them. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. All right, guys, let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and now bring on the one, the only, the man that called one of the best calls of the year. His name, you guys might know him by Hot Stocks. Can anyone throw his name in the chat? I know him as only one. Lukey. Oh, man, Luke's here. Boot What's camp up, today. guys? What's going on? I'm boot What are you camp doing, boot Luke? How are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Talk to us some stocks. What do you got on your radar? Talk stocks with okay, us. Okay, well, Luke. first things first, I've got a little bit of a rant, and you guys might have already covered this. Go. Yeah. Canadians get a holiday for New Year this year, but Americans don't. Oh, we what? got all the holidays, Luke. So we've been on holiday, I feel hell? like. People are looking at me like, what are you doing working? We had Monday off because Christmas fell on the weekend, so we got Monday off. Then we got Tuesday off because Boxing Day fell on the weekend. What's so we got Boxing Tuesday Day? off, too. Boxing? You don't know what Boxing Day is? Oh, Boxing Day. Everyone Big puts deal. on boxing gloves. And they get New Year's Day, too. Yeah, we get the New Year's Day. Americans got one, and Canadians got three. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. I follow the U.S., so I'm with you, Luke. I follow this U.S. calendar. For the holidays and obviously i didn't get those days either and everybody's laughing at me here around <laughs> all around me They're like oh look denny's working here yesterday well well dennis next time you go talk to like us sec or you know one of those government bodies that you you are you know giving testimony to tell <laughs> them we need a new year's holiday every year yeah what is that rule that they can actually I get know, around I... that it falls on a saturday but if it falls on the last day of the year so if new year's day falls on a, a saturday or new year's then you don't have the holiday at all that's crazy what, what about that next year we don't get it next year sunday i know we were we were asking about it and um brutal i, I thought i saw we get monday off next year but i don't know the last train of the year we, but we uh, do i did yeah. spend the energy to go figure that out <laughs> 368 days <laughs> okay luke i well luke never takes a day off but uh i got an award for you luke oh yeah yeah, and it's the most improved dresser of 2021. Oh, right. Yeah, I love, love it. Dress. No, I should get no. that award. Dennis, I'm the poor dressed one, and yeah. I try to. Luke, I don't know. I got, all, got a haircut. You know, I, I, I he always looks good. No, no, yeah. he used to come in in his jeans and his tennis shoes no, and his t-shirt. So they yeah, say dress how you man. feel. Look at the hair. He's Look at yeah, hair he puts a little of that stuff in his hair and he's, stuff. He's, he's like he good. He's handsome, you know. Most oh, of yeah, the dresser. Double that Luke. Where you? Are you on a Stitch Fix or something? Where are you getting those fancy clothes at? 
Oh, that would be a good one. Maybe well, we'll change another one for, picks for next year. Let's just say the Bumble account <laughs> is beeping. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, All really right, quick, guys, I'll let you wrap up. But but I'm just coming on for two seconds today to say, and I'm going to share my screen for a yeah. second. There we go. Is it flickering in a weird way? Or a little bit. Yeah, it does. Reshare it for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am boot camp loop today because boot from 9 loop. to 3, so 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern, after pre-market prep, we are doing another one of our Benzinga boot camps. The point of the day is just to have a super linear uh, education course. We're going to start from like very, very basics of what is the stock market, how do you interact with the stock market, all the way through swing trading, looking at charts, etc. cetera. Uh, you see the agenda up on the screen there right now. Again, it's we're going zero to hero. We're taking six hours on a, a slow, slow volume week. Uh, to take everybody through this. So stay on the Benzinga YouTube channel, 9 a.m. Eastern. I am going to be getting us rocking and rolling. Uh, and that's why I'm Boot Camp Luke today. Awesome. Like I always. guess I'll be talking to you tomorrow then, Luke, huh? Looks like you yeah. got a busy, or, or, a busy or day. after three. Okay. <laughs> got a busy day. Okay, that sounds <laughs> awesome, though. So then we stay right on this channel for that? Stay right on this channel. Don't right on the go channel. Anywhere. We'll go right that's into the education. Sounds good. All right, definitely, guys, smash the like. We're going to give you guys some free education today like we always do here. You guys, if you guys want to go to it, definitely I'll put up the link in the chat. Uh, last thing, let's do some maybe some stocks from the chat. we got a, a couple minutes left, four minutes before I get Joel to run out of here uh, and Dennis to go ahead and do his thing that he does every day. This guy is a killer, man. He doesn't stop. Even when he's sick, he was here. So no. if you want a bid, if you want a bid in Peloton to hit, um, just just Uh-oh. contact Dennis Uh-oh. first, and then <laughs> contact Dennis first. <laughs> Don't contact Joe. Not in, yeah. Joel's uh, not, no. still can not can, still. Tell you can we away. can we ban Peloton in two thousand? I've got a double Julie, star for little... January. Double Joel. star for January. I need to see you on the Peloton. We need it. We, we need it's so it. hard to even go on it now. I, oh, I, I try. That, that's I, how bad it is. It's hard. It's hurting. No, I mean, I, I, I can. I'm, I'm, I back. I can cover all I these tickers, go. almost all these tickers, in the one mighty thing. I, if it, the chart looks like hell in twenty twenty one, I'm interested in January. That's it. Not interested today. Not interested tomorrow. Interested January the first. All that's right. So I'll read some names off. You tell me if you're interested. Because Hood's all over there, and I'm like, okay, I already talked to him. interested in a week, not right or a few all days. All right, I got right you. Now. You ready? I'm yeah. gonna read off some names here. Go, so go, let's go with shop first. Shop? Yep. Is that S-H-O-P. down in 2020? I don't even know if it's been. I think it's up. That stock just bucked the trend. It's Dead. probably because the big Canadian tech stocks, so they don't have any other place to go. These Canadian tech investors. <laughs> uh, it's probably gonna. I, I, I actually, I don't know what to say. This stock's. I'm throwing it to you, Joel. I have no idea what to say on this. Uh, Middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, for this one, and this is, uh, you know, E14 fit. If you want to strike in this thing, uh, what you had to the move from uh, off the low. Let's see, what was it? 100, this was called like a 150, 180 point move, 90, you know, maybe 1360, 1370, halfway back of this move. So if you want to get in, I mean, I don't know what you want to risk. You don't want to risk down to the low of the move. But if you think this is the bottom of bottoms, and there was just a little pop and a retracement. Then we're going to turn back up and let, keep an eye on 1360, 13.7. I actually love this name. I know it's not maybe exactly what we're agreeing to here, but a uh, big, big reason why, and let me try to get this to focus in, is that one thing that happens with shop, and I'm not grabbing everything here. Hold on. There it is. I wanted to show you guys how many things have shown up here for my deliveries. Uh, phone's not picking it up. Sorry about that. Um, but Pretty much, I have like 30 or 40 deliveries that came through other services and then were transferred to Shopify so I could track it better. And so to me, this goes and shows how many retailers are using it. So like Express, uh, Petco, uh, NFL Shop. Um, I got it from a couple sports different places, uh, Nike, uh, BH Photo, a whole bunch of retailers that are using Shopify to get you that information to your home. I think this is one thing that they're doing really well. And I think that's why you're seeing the company continue up. Awesome company. 
can't say enough good things about the Canadian Shopify. Um, just the valuation just keeps me out of it. I was in it at one time. Remember, I bought this thing, what, you know, back in 2020, Joel, at like 300 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, then you sold and then it. And it doubled. I went to 600 in like six weeks. And I was like, well, what's your saying about the gift horse in a mouth? I was like, I just doubled my money in six weeks and I sold it. So it was a horrible sale. The thing kept sold. going at 1700 Hey, I'm going to take off. If you guys want um, some beaten down biotech stocks, um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to be on with uh, Laura Chica. Chico from uh, Wedbush, uh, Wednesdays with Wedbush here. And uh, Go. she's got some stocks of biotechs if you want to put some of them in, in, in uh, on the trash list. So uh, no no PM show today, right, because of the event? Yep. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I'll, I'll reach out to you if, I, if I'm able to put it on. But for right now, I would say no. Yeah, because the thing only goes till three. But all right, yeah. reach out to me later on. Everyone Definitely. have a good day. Uh, back with you tomorrow morning. All right, guys, it's going to probably do it for us. Yeah, I'm going to let get, Dennis ready for get on event. out of here a little early, go focus on his trading. Holiday trade is what I'm saying. Holiday trade. So expect thinner markets, overall market not to maybe do much, but some of these tax loss selling could still continue because we still got a couple more days of it yet. Thank That's you, it. Dennis, for giving us your list today. You guys smash that thumbs up for Dennis literally reading off from his list there for you guys of stocks that he's looking forward to potentially for a January run. All right, that's going to do it for us. Up next, you guys got the boot camp. And if you guys are looking for live trading, don't go anywhere because I still will be live trading right there in the chat and talking about some strategies, maybe talking about what's being talked in the boot camp, how we can learn and be better traders. We can always improve. So get on over to the boot camp. I want to see everyone over there. You guys smash the thumbs up and we'll see you next time on pre-market prep. Yes, Spencer will be back next week, guys. He's just taking a week off. I feel like he deserves it. You know, we all put in the time. I took last week off. Spencer's taking this week off. So definitely smash the like button, support Spencer, and support Benzinga. Up next, you guys got the boot camp. And definitely go tune in, guys. I think you guys will definitely learn something. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.